come with us down the rabbit hole. The names have been changed to protect the innocent. As we explore the odd and esoteric. If my answers frighten you, then you should cease asking scary questions. This is the AU Radio Underground Files. Ground Files. Welcome to the only show John Waters doesn't recommend, quote, because it's too creepy and gross. These are the Underground Files. I'm sorry, John. Please come back. Please forgive us. Across from me is a man that was once forcibly removed from an airplane because he wouldn't turn his phone off. Apparently, he was be- as he was being removed, he kept screaming, I'm not missing the new episode of Game of Thrones because you sky Nazis have rules against fun. It's Corey. That's 100% true. <laughs> This woman was once handed a human baby. She sniffed it, proclaimed it too gross to eat, and promptly put it out into the backyard until its mother returned. It's Hannah. I mean, you're not wrong, (laughs) My family doesn't let me babysit anymore. (laughs) Did did you just snuff it out like a cigarette? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Monster. I humanely put them down. (laughs) Nope. Okay. Don't believe a word she says. This woman once turned a telemarketer into a goldfish using black magic, and I can prove it. It's Joy. I can neither confirm nor deny this. Joy, just tell us. Tell us your secrets. It, it was actually a betta fish. They're oh. prettier. Do you, no, I like goldfish. I tried for koi, but it just didn't work. He, he wouldn't you need, you cooperate. Need bigger telemarketers. <gasps> that makes sense. Okay. They should feed them more. We yeah. will bring you telemarketers. I need goldfish. <laughs> I see a lucrative uh, business here. Yeah. This man's dream was to become a professional wrestler, but when he finally got his chance, Vince McMahon broke his heart when he told him he couldn't just attack his opponents with just sarcastic comments and smarming. It's Ian. <laughs> Seeing smarming spelled out is one of my favorite thoughts. Dude, I, can, I just, I would love for you to be like, you know, get the crowd to chant, the people's smarm. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so I gross. once bought a cat from him. But the cat grew a few extra legs and eyes and could breathe fire after he gave it to me. Somehow, I don't think that it was a cat. Can I have 12? It's Travis at the controls. I, I love him. Was that was that Kashik? <laughs> it might be. It didn't have venom spikes. I don't think so. One Maybe it didn't. He, he would have taken you places, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, my name is Katie from the podcast, and this is our Flat Earth episode. Oh, my God, you Our guys. obligatory Flat Earth episode. Our obligatory Flat Earth <laughs> episode. This is something that has been a long time coming. We've actually, we actually discussed our uh, Flat Earth episode, episode one of Underground Files. This is probably going to, there's going to be a lot of yelling. I'm sorry in advance for the cursing, Sam. Um, yeah, so believe it or not, there are people that believe that the Earth is not... Um, a globe, it is flat. Uh, basically, the theory is this. The Earth is not a slightly oblong globe, uh, globe as we have seen irrefutable proof of, but a massive disk surrounded by an ice wall, quote, you know, like in Game of Thrones. That is a quote from a flat earther, by the way. Uh, the sun and moon are only about 3,000 feet high up. They're way smaller than reported to be, and they are the exact same size. Three thousand feet. Three miles. It's miles. Or yeah, okay. three thousand miles. Excuse me. I've been three thousand feet. Some, uh, some statements it's kilometers, but kilometers. Yeah, no, miles. no, no, no. Yeah, not, not feet. Three thousand. Okay. Three thousand miles up. Miles. Um, and they 
revolve around the top of the Earth disk like a child's mobile, and on the other side, it's just jagged rock. They also don't exactly know what the sun or moon is, and they the Earth doesn't rotate at all. So where do we start with this oh, one? Oh, my God. So one of my favorite things, because I'll just get it started, is... um. Flat earthers cannot agree on what the atmosphere is shaped like. Um, some people have the dome theory that it's just this giant bubble. You know, like the Truman Show. Uh, also, another quote from a flat earther. And every time that guy said anything about the theories in the documentary that we watched, he literally would just referenced a movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, is it, he's like, you know, like this movie or like that movie. And I'm like... Did, did you, is this where you got your theory? So his name is Mark Sargent, and we will get to him in a little bit. Short answer, yes. That's exactly where he gets all of his research. So people have had the knowledge of, uh, that the Earth is round. People think that the knowledge of globe Earth is relatively new. But round Earth has been known about since 6th century B.C. Like, it's been around for a really long time. Even the early days of the Christian church knew that the Earth was round. Um, they didn't start getting into like, well, flat earth or it's shaped like a pear or any weird type situation. Uh, they were more focused around the uh, the fact that the sun revolved around the earth and ev- and the earth was the center of the universe. Uh, it wasn't until the Middle Ages until they were like, no, it's flat. And then more people started being so like, no, it's actually That's weird. actually the whole thing that bothers me about this. Like, if there was just a bunch of dum-dums out there who were like, nope, I don't believe nothing. Like, fine. Yeah. But but the fact that it gains so much traction terrifies me. Like, are we entering a second Dark Ages? I feel like, yes. Like, we've reached this <laughs> technological thing, and now everybody's like, ah, we're out. We can't handle knowing stuff. And I, I think it comes a lot to the, the point of oversaturation of information. Yeah. Like, you have the internet where... All information, even really stupid, incorrect information, is easily available. Right. So, and (laughs) sometimes dumb people can't make good life. There was a direct correlation of the second that people started getting computers in their homes and the second that they started receiving smartphones and everything, there is a direct correlation of the number of flat earthers. Flat Earth exploded once the internet was readily available to because citizens. they can talk to each other yes. now. Yes. So <laughs> so I just thought I'd drop some like some background information. I know we're going to tear these people apart. Absolutely. Um, so the f- the the most rep- reputable mm-hmm. flat earth <laughs> movement Those those were joy air quotes by the way. <laughs> is uh, is the flat earth society. Um and they have a very large internet presence. They have a wiki, you know all the trends. Yeah. They have Twitter, uh Facebook. They stuff try like to that. be really legit, but everything they base their entire thing on is fake. So, um most of this this the 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 basis of the most of the flat earth societies came out during the Victorian era um when uh Samuel Robotham uh, published uh, his Earth is Not a Globe, which um, pretty much brought into um, the scientific community the idea of zetetic astronomy, which is the idea that the Earth is flat um, and that it is the effectively center-ish of the universe. And uh, he was an English inventor and writer, 
his first version of Earth is Not a Globe came out in 1849, and it was 16 pages, and it was hotly debated. And then in 1881, he updated it to 430 pages. Oh, God. And had gotten into so many altercations with other naturalist scientists um, that uh, he had uh, several slander and libel lawsuits, uh, as well as uh, a couple of, of uh, <coughs> like personal altercations. Oh, my so God. They're like, you're dumb. I, I know that it's probably not the case, but I just imagine it being literally 400 pages of the earth is flat, the earth is flat, the earth is flat. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. No, legitimately, so, there is there is quite a bit of science. And you can so you can go to Google Books and science. it's been it's been digitized. Uh, so you could read them. The, and in yeah. fact, they the Flatter Society has a link uh, to download a PDF version of a, I think it's a 16 page one. Um, and <laughs> of course it is. Yeah. I don't want to read so, the so, original. I guess the original, the sixteen-page one's harder to find than the than oh. the larger one. So this, <laughs> not the, not the, the highly project. highly revised version. <laughs> the uh, the four hundred page <laughs> thing doesn't surprise me at all because if you go and you look at modern flat earthers, some of the most prominent people in the flat Earth community are just straight up YouTubers, and they go and they just talk for hours. And hours. They're just four hour videos of them just sitting there and talking. And it's all circular. Yes, it's the most dogmatic logic I've ever seen in my life. That is a huge point that I wanted to bring up during this episode. And it's one of my favorite things about Flat Earth specifically is the fact that it's, well, I learned this from that guy and he learned it from that guy and he learned it from that guy. But there's actually no like hard science. Every time hard science comes in, they get like, mad. We took measurements. Those can't be right. <laughs> No, at all. <laughs> so the the main thing is with it is they try and hang it on science or proof, but outwardly bash all uh, all belief in yeah. science. So they actually like, they they openly admit that they don't believe in science. They call us victims of scientism, it, and they call people. It's called scientism. It really is the most oxymoronic conspiracy I've ever heard. Yes, so that's something that uh, that we haven't touched on yet that I feel like we need to. We all love conspiracy theories here, and a lot of what draws people to Flat Earth is it is the final frontier as far as conspiracy theories are concerned. Well, yeah, because they don't have space, so... That's <laughs> <what I'm saying>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah! So they actually, they're very like, well... So Mark Sargent, which I promise we will get to, was very like, I know, I'm very well versed and read up on every conspiracy theory there's ever been. And, you know, I got bored. So I just started researching Flat Earth as a debunker. And now I believe it. Well, Flat Earth, it requires, to, to believe in Flat Earth, it requires the belief that there is such a conspiracy at hand that you're kind of looking at yourself in sort of a, and I hate to, it's kind of hokey, but a matrix sort of situation or like I'm a brain in a jar. Like I can't prove any outside stimuli is actually true. Mm -hmm. my, my biggest uh, issue with the flat earth conspiracy. Uh, the, the, <laughs> I have a lot of them. But my biggest one is the fact that they have convinced themselves somehow that all of the world governments are working together Flawlessly, yes, to hide the truth, yes. Because when has that ever been possible in the history of humanity? Finland. 
I'll, I'll give you that point. <laughs> you just backed him. God. God, Katie. <laughs> so, so as I hang, hang on, before we get any further, Joy, did you have more references yeah. of yeah. their belief structure? Yes. And so, let's do that. So after, uh, so the successor of um, of Robotham was, um, and and this like, I hadn't done a lot of research into this. I was just like. Flat Earth. Mm, yeah, no. And <laughs> so uh, Samuel Shenton was the successor, and he's the one who founded, in 1956, founded the Flat Earth Society as we know it today. Mm-hmm. And um, he's he's actually, he was a fellow of the um, Royal Astronomy uh, Society of England. Like So, like, they're high-end, like, astronomers. What a... Dick, <laughs> <laughs> and and he legitimately believed, you know, the 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 science, and and has done most of like most of the actual science, actual science, the equations and things that that the flat Earth society has to help prove um, flat Earth. It he's he's behind a good chunk of that. Yeah, um, the the dark matter theory and um, a whole lot of other stuff, and you know he brought it forward into the modern age from from Victorian England, um, which I where think it should have been left. Yeah, well, and I think we <laughs> need to touch on that. Like Victorian England had this huge explosion of scientific discoveries um, and the birth of uh, natural science, the, yeah. the naturalists, and so there was a a large portion of society that did you know didn't believe in microbes, didn't believe that you got sick from um, some invisible thing that you couldn't see. So uh, you know, basically, naturalism was kind of. I mean, it, there were several offshoots of it, but in general, it was the belief that what you can see and what you can experience and what you can prove has um, has value. Right. Um, so just this idea that there are hundreds of things we can't see that are making us sick and killing us um, terrified people. Well, that was where the whole bad air thing came exactly. from. Exactly. Right? Oh, and so... Um, <laughs> sorry. So um, there were a lot of these sorts of societies that started popping up um, in an effort to help explain things it it pleases me greatly that now now the flat earth society is really seen in in the scientific in the scientific community as a complete joke like these people aren't taken seriously the uh people in the scientific community don't talk to these people they don't listen to a word that they say as opposed to back in the day where it was like well let's when they were hotly debated like Mm -hmm. that makes me feel so much better the the best part about that is the scientific community basically goes why would we argue with that yeah (laughs) that's like why would we debate you when you're essentially saying this dog is an owl and they're like we know that it's not though the burden of proof lies with you no it doesn't no it it doesn't doesn't. that's not how the burden of proof and as a matter of fact we have proof yeah so (laughs) but but they're stating that that proof is is uh untrue and that you have you have not observed it yourself you haven't been up into quote-unquote space which may or may not exist and you (laughs) you haven't you haven't any proof that they so sadly, some of their theories, while outdated, actually could work. If yeah. there weren't people who had actually been there, and 
Literally. But, but what they're <laughs> stating is that, that those people have either been paid yeah, off. The, the, it's shills. Oh, I understand. Yeah. I get it. But I mean, it, but paid by Warner Brothers specifically is what they've said. If yeah. I ever win the lottery, I am going to send as many flat earthers as, as are willing in a rocket into space without enough fuel to get home. They'll die. <laughs> so, but my favorite of all the all the documentary stuff and things that we watch was there was a, a astronaut who was on on the documentary and yes. they were like, "When was the first time you heard of flat Earth theory?" Yes, his name is uh, Commander Scott Kelly. He's a retired astronaut. Yeah, and he was like literally on the space station, and it came up on his social media feed, and he went. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's he's this sweet old man that was like when I first heard about it I was in space and then it just cuts to him going I don't no why I can't I... believe I'm talking about this. <laughs> why am I here? <laughs> so actually uh one of the big sources that I uh took from uh in doing research of this is actually a really amazing uh Netflix documentary called Behind the Curve. Please go watch it. It's my new favorite movie. Joy did you have points about behind the curve from them? I do. They, yes, they actually yes, they have a statement. a statement. They released a statement. It's amazing. Oh, I cannot <laughs> wait to hear this. The Flat Earthers released a statement about this documentary. Yeah, they did. Yes, yeah. it's on the front page of their wiki. <laughs> of course it is. Oh my God, of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> Don't die, Don't Katie. Don't die, Katie. Calm down. I'm having a lovely time. Sorry, I'm trying to grab it here. No, so uh, while you're grabbing that, um, I do want to talk about what they think the atmosphere is shaped like. They're like, okay, well, if the Earth is flat, then it, the atmosphere isn't a regular thing. So what? Ha they can't agree on it. Flat Earthers can't agree on anything. They can't agree on what the atmosphere is shaped like. Like I said, they believe that there's a possibility of a Truman Show-like dome. Some people think it's a pyramid. Some people just think it's an infinite tube i think it's the, a meat pyramid shape <laughs> it's a meat pyramid yeah it's scary ridgeway one of my favorite one of my i love it as i said a lot of people that are flat earthers that are like oh so what do you do that makes you a flat earther oh well i'm a youtuber one of my favorite things was a woman that uh was in her mid-20s and literally said well i just don't think a dome atmosphere is very natural so i think it's something else Infinite tube. So, uh, so here's their statement on behind the curve. Um, they issued this March first, uh, 2019. It was written by Tom Bishop. Uh, it has come to our attention that a documentary titled Behind the Curve has appeared on Netflix and is introducing significant numbers of new people into flat Earth discussions. After viewing this piece, we feel that the work depicts a poorly researched flat Earth theory. It should be noted that the Flat Earth Society was not consulted <laughs> with the science of the documentary, and the topics discussed should be further researched. We were not consulted on this documentary. Nobody wants mad about it. Nobody wants to consult you on the documentary. That's why. But, <laughs> oh, they uh, didn't have any involvement in the experiments, and they didn't have any con creative control on the documentary, and they are pissed. <laughs> I'm so angry, Margaret. <laughs> the, just the pure unwillingness to understand. There's literally a quote from a guy that said, just because it's a fact doesn't mean it's true. And I, I mean, and you know who else I've heard say that? Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> My, the, one that, the one that makes me want to punch people constantly. I mean, flat earthers just generally, but 
gravity is just a theory. Okay, because you were using the, whenever you say that, you were trying to use the colloquialism theory in the sense of, well, it's, there's not really any, it, we don't know if it's true or not, I just have this idea. They're using it as yeah. a synonym for an idea and not the scientific definition of a theory. Oh, I know, because I, unlike all of them, paid attention in science class. <laughs> Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's your problem, man. The get, problem is get is brainwashed. You've been, you've been, once you reach a certain level of education, dude. Education like, owns it you. It owns you and you're you can't think outside that you're you're a slave to your thoughts. That is a Mark Sergeant quote. I, by I the feel way. like I feel like my education has taught me to question things and to re so, research and make my own one of my favorite things Mark. about <laughs> How'd you wind up in my house, Marcus? <laughs> so um, when asked, uh, when flat earthers are asked um, if any scientists, physicists, educators, or anyone with any sort of documented intelligence believes in flat earth, you will get one of two answers. Either A, well, if they outed themselves as a flat earther, they would lose everything. They would just be absolutely, they would lose all of their reputation if they came out as a flat earther. Accurate. Or... No, we just don't have any people that are in the scientific community that are flat earth. No. So, <laughs> as a conspiracy theorist, a fan of conspiracy theory, yeah. I would call myself a conspiracy theorist, but I hate these people. Me too. <laughs> oh, me too. I hate them so, so very much. So, why do you hate them? Because the reason I hate them is because they make the rest of us look bad. So, let's go ahead and dive into this. Okay. <laughs> okay, because I have a little theory. And my theory is, there's a prominent person in modern politics. Mm -hmm. I won't say his name, but he often will attack his opponents by accusing them of the very things that he's doing. Yes. Yes. Right? Over and over and over. It's been the MO the whole time. Now, let's take this same thing and apply it to flat earth theory. Mm -hmm. Flat earthers are constantly attacking and lashing out on the social media at science because, and, and at people who buy into science. Right. Because. You're you're just accepting it, right? And then they go on, and it's this huge global thing, and you know, hundreds of years of of government cover ups dating back to the Egyptians to fool people for some nefarious purpose, right? right. Okay, that's the theory. They have no idea what that nefarious purpose is. Which we will get into It later. has something to do with Satanism, they think, maybe. Hail Satan. Uh, hail Satan. Hail Satan. And, uh, but here's, okay, here's where we get our tinfoil hats out from me. Okay. okay. Ready? Listen. These are shills for the government. All Ooh. flat earthers are shills for the government to make conspiracy theorists who actually on the right track about things look bad. Yeah, so that they That's the whole thing. They're the, playing into the dumbing down of America. Well, no, it's so they can give this straw man argument against anybody who has a conspiracy theory. So you automatically say, the, you know, JFK was killed by the CIA and they're like, you know what, that makes sense, kind of like, uh, you know, flat earthers. And you're... 
your yeah, argument they, is automatically ooh, delegitimized. Yeah, they, rope, they rope all of us in with the flat earthers. So they're in, oh. and so the entire flat Earth society is a government-funded organization to make the rest of us look bad. And ooh. I hate you for it. Every one of you. Mark Sargent, I will fight you in the street. Let's, let's go. Ta- let's talk about Mark Sargent. Ooh, I agree with you. Just Corey. for a second. My eyes have been opened. Right? Wake up, Hannah. Wake up. It wouldn't be much of a fight, Corey. Let's I talk. Yeah, know. let's talk about Mark Sargent for a second. <laughs> I'd get beat up so fast. Mark Sargent actually <laughs> is a local here. He doesn't live too far from here. He's a Pacific Northwest resident. His mother is actually a Seahawks fan. Um <laughs> Uh, Why do we Sargent, get all the crazies? Mark's, because we had a whole episode about it. It's, it's um. got to do with that hole, that Dante's hole, Marvin's oh, hole. What is it? Mel's that hole. Mel's hole. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Mark Sargent is a prominent member of the Flat Earth community that actually lives in Woodby Island, which isn't too far from here, in his mom's basement. That's how I know that his mother is a Seahawks fan. He's got a really neat table, though. Yes, his table is very neat. <laughs> it's a nice table. One of my favorite things. Does he have a nice rug, though? You know what's funny is we're, as we were going through it, and they, they were showing Mark Sargent all over the place. No, he didn't have a rung that tied the room together. But going back to, okay, that documentary. Yeah. He kept showing stuff. He's like, look at all these cool things people have made. And all I could go back to is us going off about Nazis being merch nerds. They're merch nerds. (laughs) You know this guy? Okay, so he had, so he decided to start making license plates license plates that have little like abbreviations for the earth is flat or not round. Right. His or says it's flat. Yeah. So he has like a gigantic like, flat. like four feet by two feet blown up picture of his own license It's a plate. vinyl banner that he takes everywhere. I'm just, just imagining him like that? like spinning around his room singing like Ariel like look at this stuff isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so, I love you guys. <laughs> so Mark once tried to prove his ideas by watching our uh, by watching for ocean planes to cross the South Pacific or Indian Oceans. He said that there were none because the oceans don't exist because there's no such thing as the Southern Hemisphere. He's he got on one of these websites and just started tracking planes and it's like there's nothing in the South Pacific or Indian Ocean. Oh my god, that's crazy. Why why aren't they there? And it took literally <coughs> one person, one of the I think she was a producer working on the documentary. It was like oh look at that. She literally Googled plane tracking on camera and goes and immediately found multiple planes in the Indian and South Pacific Ocean. She was real cute about it. She was like, oh, look at that. Where's that guy going? Where's he going? I I would note that the Flatter Society doesn't deny um, that... Okay, I guess it wouldn't be circumnavigation because it's not a globe. But basically, that that the flat Earth is a giant record, or you know, if you like Terry Pratchett, it's Discworld. Uh-huh. Um, and how so, much of these theories came from Terry Pratchett? Do you think all of these them. people are way <laughs> sadly too they predated into... Pratchett, oh, and, unless he's. But I, I mean, I, I won't modern, deny the... that he could be like reincarnated, uh-huh. and and so. I think not, we not need... that I would want to think that he was a flat Earth. I think we I need love to you, Mr. bring Pratchett. back You're Ring World. But, so are we looking at spiritual existence as a flat circle? <laughs> that makes so much sense. So they say, so they don't believe in gravity either. So they're like, so people are like, okay, so what's keeping everything from just kind of floating away? Heaven rays. Heaven beams yep. are just, yep. are keeping everything yeah. down. But, so but so the, the, the Flat Earth Society 
Um, yeah. Actually, I love they, that you're they, playing they devil's advocate this whole I time. I have to. I love it. <laughs> Somebody's got to. So um, it's universal acceleration. Um, yeah. So it is a it basic, again, the record idea uh-huh. is that it's it's spinning, but not not the way that a globe spins. It's not rotating. But it's, it's, it, it's continually moving upward, yeah. And, and yeah. Okay. there are actually equations that prove that, w- that it will never make, um, it will never reach like light speed and stuff. That the equations actually work um, as applied to other like disc-like objects. The math well, yeah. under the influence of gravity. Be- well, no, that the yeah. universal no, acceleration no. is instead of gravity. It's, uh, of course. Gravi- no, but I'm saying there are, there are experiments to prove that it works. No, no, there's flat Earth math. There's flat Earth. It's yeah, flat yeah. Earth math. Oh, they use that new math that they're teaching in but, school but now. But the, thi- oh. the thing is, if you design an equation... Yes, they made their own math to make this work. Specifically for what you are trying to prove, you're not doing your experiment so right. One of my favorite things that we that's absolutely <laughs> true. One of my favorite <laughs> things that uh Corey and I actually found yesterday, because we were both just like talking about this episode. Um, they were like, Well, gravity doesn't work because in order for um it would take a large spherical mass so big that it has its own gravity that it has its own like pull a, 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 a center that would pull things towards it yeah yes gravity. you know you like know the earth like you know like a globe like a globe does well I would like, note that some people like there there are round earth people who believe that the the center of the earth isn't liquid which is kind of necessary for some of these equations as well I, I on the liquid front <laughs> one of the questions that has been asked of the flat earthers is well or, or asked by the flat earthers is why if if we're on a globe truly why does the why does the water stick oh to God. it why if the spinning hasn't the water been flung off I into hate space everything oh no hannah no this is for real no this i know happening. i know i've heard it and i hate it so much but why isn't the water just dripping off of us why because the ice wall man because the <laughs> ice wall man oh it, it's mm. of course because that's how gravity freaking I, works. I would note. I would note that um, not all flat Earth uh, models dismiss the theory of gravity. The Davis model proposes that the Earth is an infinite plane exer- exerting a finite gravitational pull, which is consistent with Gauss's law. Right, but a infinite plane. Yes, that the Earth goes on forever. Well, the, no, the ice wall goes on forever. Ha, what? What? <laughs> So, if so, the ice wall goes on forever, then the Earth has to go on forever because it uh, rings the outside of the Earth. No, right? I, ice is everything else. Ice is everything else. There you go. Everything is ice. We're just but it's still part of the hole. thing. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where dark matter comes so, in. So, okay, what? so the whole flat Earth conspiracy yes. is just like number one example of Occam's razor to me. <laughs> I would For, note that they actually use that to prove some of their points. No, no, you. Mm. <laughs> For us layman's, what's Huckham's razor? It, it's basically this theory where it, it's 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 more or less when you rule out all the impossible, whatever's left, even if it's improbable, has to be the case. Okay. But the more you have to justify something, <laughs> the less likely it is to be true. So the more times you have to be like, but this is what causes this because this is what causes this because this is what causes this. And and, 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 and it works in this capacity. Whereas somebody else comes in and goes, no, here's one thing that makes this happen. Yeah. 
that's the truth. No. So so the, the inverse of that is actually something that they use in the medical world a lot. And they and they call it the zebra conundrum. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's it's if you hear whinnying and hor- and hoofbeats, don't think it's a zebra. It's probably just a horse. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Stop looking for the like the obvious answer is probably the right one. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is basically Occam's razor. It, it's yeah. yeah. It's basically that. It's same just thing. proposed in the inverse. Right. Is all. Yeah. yeah. So can we talk about? Well, so if the Earth is flat and and you know planets aren't necessarily a thing depending on who you talk to, then what is NASA's job? To well, help the government with their never conspiracy. a straight answer. <laughs> so NASA, according to that's flat a, that's Earthers, one of their things, isn't it? <laughs> yes. NASA, okay. <laughs> NASA is a bunch of liars, and their real job is they have three main jobs. Uh, their real jobs are to perpetuate the globe propaganda, guard people from finding the edge of the world and discovering their terrible secret, and protect people from falling off the side. Out of but curiosity. if the ice goes on forever, how are you going to fall? See, that's my question, that, Hannah. Th- is that's the, flat only, earthers that's the Davis theory. That's only one theory. Okay. The flat earthers can't agree on anything. There's too many theories. How is this any more of a terrible secret than we exist in a void of like just emptiness and frozen wasteland outside yes. of us? Dude, that is the number one thing. Like, I would be willing to entertain the the theory, mm-hmm. right? On if they had any inkling. Even the tiniest shred of why, right? Why? Who would benefit from this? At globe builders? No, that's like, the thing. Is, is it literally map makers yeah, that are it's, like, it's, Ooh. it was the map makers. They they were they were the start of it. <laughs> I, I would yeah. note that you can actually go on Amazon and buy like flat Earth models now that are you map know the non globies and and they're actually kind of cool looking. They're really they cool, cool looking. There's cool a guy looking. in the um in the behind the earth the behind the curve documentary yeah, that that hand <laughs> that hand makes really beautiful. Like, I kind of want one. They're these little models of what flat Earth looks like, and he's got these little LED that ro- LED lights that rotate. Don't give him money, Katie. I he's I really like You're his so stuff, pretty. though. Don't. Don't. Hey, she likes give Chick-fil-A, too. Money. So just... Oh, I okay. haven't had Chick-fil-A since I found out that they give money to Not gay by conversion choice. therapy camp. Not by choice. You haven't had the chance. I miss their chicken. <laughs> I don't want to give money to bigots, but I love their chicken and I will so, cross that bridge when I get right. there. Right, and so same same with the flat earth model makers. <laughs> but is that the horse you're going to die on? These I would people- note that they actually point out that the that the the UN symbol is a flat earth symbol and and one of their what conspiracy? No, <laughs> have you guys not seen this? It's too. It's, it's a two dimensional image of the earth. It's a two D picture. It's a they picture. they actually some some so mm. some of the some flat earth societies not not the flat earth not the big one but yeah. some of although the big one does also state that hey this is a model of a flat earth um, actually note that uh, it's proof that uh, I think it was Teddy Roosevelt um, was actually a secret flat earther no no I, no I don't believe that. No. <laughs> So okay. I don't I don't care if he was a secret flat earther. It, it doesn't make it right. It doesn't make so, it instantly so valid. One of my favorite parts of that documentary was Mark Sargent pointing across the Puget Sound <laughs> and going, "You see that? See that over there? That's see? Seattle. If the Earth was curved, 
you wouldn't be able to see it. Oh my and, god! And <laughs> he's on Bainbridge, right? Would be. Would be. Would, would be. Okay. Yeah. It, it's not that far. It's not yeah. that far. But the cameraman goes, "Yeah, but you can only see the tops of the buildings." <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm disproving what you're saying literally as you're saying it. And he goes, "No, no, no, no. You can see the whole thing." <laughs> no, I can okay. only see okay. the top. It, the waves were just kind of higher today your eyes than normal. Or what I tell so, you. real quick, I have a question. In all of this, do, ha, do they have a theory as to why the tides work? Yes. Okay, that's I just I yeah. couldn't find that because it didn't. It In honestly like. Well, uh, I mean, if we're constantly going upward, it's hard to keep if, the plate kind of level, so if, it just kind of sloshes. It just worse. wobbles. Yeah, if like the a waiter yep. is flat. Okay. Not only would you be able to see Seattle from Woodby Island. You'd be able to see China. You'd be able to see the city behind Seattle. <laughs> and maybe the city behind that city if your eyesight yeah. was good enough and it was a nice clear day. I should have been able to stand at the, the edge of the uh, San Francisco Bay. From the Bay. top of Mount Everest, I should be able to see the entire <laughs> world. And you know what you see? Roundness. Yeah. From the top of Everest, a you slight, can see the curvature. Curve. A um, that's curvature. Re- that looks a little uh, little curve there. But oh, it's the refraction of the light through oh. the bend in the glass of the lens of your camera. I'm going to punch somebody. <laughs> I've never been so angry in my whole so, life. Okay. So the Flatter Society said, uh, on their on their wiki, says, uh, the tides are the rise and fall of sea levels experienced on coastlines at, and at different parts of the earth. Tides occur in the oceans and inland seas while lakes and rivers often do not experience tidal effects. Not true. Despite, not true at all. Despite the <laughs> popular explanation of the tides uh, as being due to gravitational attraction of the moon and sun, the workings of tides generally remains an unsolved issue in science. No, it's not. Isaac we Newton is said to have considered the tides to be the least satisfactory part of his theory of they gravitation. They also, when asked, how do seasons work? <laughs> no clue. I'm no sorry. idea. I can't get over Isaac Newton being disappointed in tides. In just tides. Like, we yeah. know how tides I, I think he would be disappointed work. in tide pods. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know how seasons work, Hannah. They don't know. It's a mystery. It's a, it's a scientific anomaly. The world is round, and when it turns, it's different di- distances from the sun, and it makes the seasons Heretic. Go. Can we? <laughs> I just want to talk about flat earth culture, because we were talking about the guy that- um, Leave my pumpkin spice lattes alone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I so I just want to talk about the people that are flat earthers for just a second. So- they these people like have those beautiful uh, flat earth models made all that stuff these people have meetups they just go to a cafe where it's like hey everybody that goes to that believes in flat earth in the area come to Starbucks at 3 p.m. they have full on cons they have so much merch like we mentioned before they have dating websites because you know believing in flat earth can be a little bit alienating your friends stop talking to you because they realize you're an absolute moron so you know it gets lonely <laughs> Any date I go on from here on out, the first thing I'm going to ask my potential partner is, do you think the Earth is round? <laughs> well, I mean, this is important and a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, they make some good points. Goodbye. <laughs> I'll be like, okay, I'm done. Have fun. Bye. So, one th- shove breadsticks so, in my purse. Something that's uh, <laughs> almost unanimous with flat earthers is like it's a really positive movement. We all like hanging out with each other. We all like talking to each other. It kind of makes me think of like. Because these people love to debate people. They're super into it. 
it makes me think that a lot of these flat earthers don't necessarily think that the earth is flat. They're just wanting to be so, so smart and so cool. And they've just found a group of people. That, that was literally like going to be one of my questions was like, do we think that the majority, I'm sure there are some people who legitimately believe the earth is flat and they are wrong. <laughs> but do you think that there's a large portion of them that are literally just trolls? Yes. I yes. don't think a large portion. I think there is a group that starts that way and then they get absorbed. Yeah. 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 Don't think, drink for the, the Kool-Aid, part, kids. For the most part, what I've found in looking at, at the majority of the vocal members, like the truly vocal members, and I'm not talking about anybody who is giving pause to the possibility of a theory, which is not the majority of these people. The majority of right. these people believe hook, line, and sinker, the, and again, the vocal ones, that that you're every everybody else is stupid. And yeah. they their eyes are open and they're the ones. It's it's self-absorbed narcissism through a magnifying glass to a pinpoint of light that's burning the ant of sanity. <laughs> it literally <laughs> is these people want to be. I'm smarter than you. Yes, that's you're all you're it just is. a dumb dumb, and it and that's it's going back to that flip that I was saying before about accusing everybody else of what you're. Yes, it's they just are like these. They're not all uneducated, but most of them are self-educated. Yes, or internet taught through zero guidance. Yes, take a science class. Just Please. Which all I can think of is Mitch Hedberg. <laughs> going, I, I taught myself how to play guitar. Turns well, out I was a <laughs> teacher because I don't know how to play guitar. So rewatch Bill Nye the Science Guy. One of, one of my oh, they hate him too. One of my <laughs> favorite parts of the Behind the Curve documentary is they had physicists. They had they had like some of the biggest they had Nobel Prize winners. And then they just have one high school public physics teacher that is just flabbergasted. Just like I, if you just take one science class, you understand how all is of he, this is wrong. Is he the one who was throwing the ball up in the car as he was driving? <laughs> that was like, see how it works. Yeah. Well, and I and I do want to note that that is is one of the biggest problems. Is let's be honest, like physics and things like that. Once you get into alphabet soup math, mm -hmm. um, the average person, like, I could barely pass calculus. I'm I'm gonna be totally honest right. with you, like. I can do, you know, geometry. Mm -hmm. I even did okay in trig. Once we got to calculus, I was like, um, okay. I'm garbage. I'm, I'm going to be lucky if I get out of this with a D or entire. Right? I'm garbage so, at all math beyond like algebra. But even I can understand the concept of all ball spins and creates gravity. Yeah. But but what I'm saying is it, it for most people it is so inaccessible that what what a lot of a lot of flat earth societies depend upon is your your personal actual physical observations and a lot of perception uh, and it, it, optical illusions and things like that actually help you perceive that some of this could be true a lot of what they... as you experience it even though it's it's not but the true mark of an intelligent person is when they're able to go i don't know yeah. i don't understand this and i that I is, don't get it. That is a fantastic point because that's what they hide behind. Mm -hmm. That's what a lot of these people hide behind is the fact that there is no confirming 
positive or negative. There's always well, an argument against it. Well, how many right. times have we, since we've started researching this, how many times have we seen over and over and over somebody being like, well, I think this is a thing. And somebody who's reputable in the scientific community is like, well, no, that doesn't work. And the flat earther is like, well, why? Well, and it's he's a, like, I don't, I don't know, man. It just, I promise you it doesn't. And he's like, ha you don't have it. No, exactly. no, no, no. Yeah. But, but, yeah. but again, now going back to the, the same, the flip side of that coin, the mark of a moron is a person who is assured in their belief. Mm -hmm. They know flat out that, you know what I mean? Like they and, think they've got it all figured out. And that's one of the biggest arguments that a lot of flat earthers have against, against globe or round earthers is that um, we've been indoctrinated. Like, we've been taught this. I mean, think about Darwin and the challenges that he had when he came out with uh, the origin of the species. I mean, like vilified. Right. So... Anytime that you're challenging a known belief, Copernicus had some rough times, you know, when he came out with his series. Which, too. Galileo and that's had all some fine and good. Uh, yeah. But we have proof. Ah. We have yeah. seen it. Now, I understand they say it's all fake. And that's the most ridiculous part of this. But that's the key part because what you said earlier, Corey, about narcissism is the key to this. Absolutely. It's the same philosophical argu argument as uh, a pea zombie. I don't know if you've heard of that, but yeah. philosophical zombie is the fact that as a person sitting here within my own perceptions, I can't prove that anything else actually exists. Right. So it becomes pure narcissism at that point, whether I have faith in the external reality or not. And they've found this little niche that they can dwell in where they say, well, no, everybody else is wrong, but we found this team of people who believe right. that we're also real. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it boils can down to. Can we... Yeah. Because I do want to talk about the pictures and uh, the photo editing that NASA does. But before we do that, I just want to talk about one little gem of a man known as Nathan Thompson. Nathan Thompson is a flat earther. He's also an anti-vaxxer, believes that our education system is, quote, forced sun worship, doesn't believe in evolution. Forced sun Worship. Yes. He's a vampire, isn't he? Doesn't believe in, uh, also doesn't believe in dinosaurs. Uh, if you guys. Oh, is he the one that said they were made, dinosaurs were made up by an elementary school teacher? Yes. Okay. So, um, he's, if you, you guys have probably seen a video of him, he's the guy that walked into a Starbucks and started yelling at a NASA employee. Uh, turns out that the, <laughs> turns out that the NASA employee was a very sweet 86 year old man that whenever Nathan Thompson started asking him questions about NASA, he handed him some stickers. Aww. To which then Nathan Thompson started screaming at him. Why oh, are I've you, seen that video. Why, yes. Why are you lying? Tell us the truth. Like screaming at an 86-year-old man who just gave him stickers and got promptly kicked out of Starbucks. It's because he didn't have any Werther's. Yeah. <laughs> well. You gotta carry the pocket candy. <laughs> and man. he he was recording himself the entire time because of course he was. And he's like, So I just got kicked out of Starbucks for asking a NASA employee questions. That was ridiculous. You got kicked out of a Starbucks because You were yelling at an eighty six year old man. You were screaming in his face. Do you know what that guy might be a candidate for? <gasps> It's time for the reptilian report, everybody. The segment of the show where I add a lizard person and tell you why they're a lizard person. Is Nathan Thompson a lizard person? <coughs> I don't think so. I think that man is all too human. Um, this reptilian report, we're going to be talking about um, 
a person, a lizard person, by the name of Tila Tequila. Oh! Oh! (laughs) Done. (laughs) I was the reptilian report, You win. I don't feel like there was much of a stretch there. So, uh, for those of you that don't know who Tila Tequila is, Tila Tequila was a model um, that was in Maxim and Playboy and all that stuff, and she actually became like a superstar and a household name for a while uh, in the MySpace age. This was pretty much, if you were good looking and interesting to look at, you were famous on MySpace. And Tequila Tequila was one of the big ones. She was like four foot 11 too or something. She's very, very tiny. tiny. She uh, had her hand in music, television. Her first television (laughs) um, appearance was in the 2003 VH1 show called Surviving Nugent. Yeah. Oh, Which yeah. I did not know was a thing. What? And I'm immediately gonna go home and watch it. If you haven't, seen, like, the first day he just tries to get a bunch of vegans to eat steak. Like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's like 100 percent lizard person. Dude, Ted, yep. Ted yep. might be. I believe that this is. Wh- I believe her time on um, Surviving Nugent was the. Um, was when she got assimilated. I believe that's oh, when so she got. Yeah. Yeah. So so Ted was the lizard that. person first. And yes. Then, okay. Oh, yeah. She gotcha. also got uh, shortly after. Whenever she are you enjoying yourself, Corey? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Getting your tea. Um, she uh, she got signed onto Will I Am's record label, which I believe also may have been a time when she got assimilated, or that no, was just no. her indoctrination period. Okay, first, Will I Am's entire record label is Lizard People. Yes. It is a Lizard <laughs> record label. Absolutely. Yep. There's no other way to explain Fergie. Oh, yeah, definitely. So. <laughs> Well, that's just opening up like just a brand. <laughs> she really became a household name when she got her own show. Uh, she had two seasons of called Shot at, uh, Shot at Love, where it was... <laughs> and shots of tequila. Yes. So she actually... Um, this was big when VH1 was doing all the like weird trashy Bachelor versions, like the Flavor of Love, the Rock of Love. Like She got her own version of that. Date a washed up musician. Yeah, pretty much. So after the show ended, after its second season, she re- reinvented herself as Miss Tila. Miss Tila? Miss Tila. Miss Tila. Yeah, Miss Tila. Yeah, <laughs> Since then, she has come out as a flat earther. I actually have some screenshots of her tweets. They audio, audio medium. are wonderful. <laughs> um, it's... Are you going to put them up on the underground files? Oh, yeah. Okay. Why are all... I will leave out some of the anti-Semitic ones. Uh, Why are all the buildings in New York City standing straight up? If Earth was round, then some of the buildings would have a slight tilt. Hashtag curve doesn't work. That's not how it works. (laughs) If the Earth was a spinning globe, then how come airplanes can still land without crashing? Because the face of the Earth is flat, not a globe. Again, not how it works. 2017. Wow. So first off, we she has she's a potato. Okay. She's so that's not, not even the worst part. A lizard potato? So she, she's just a dum dum. Like, so she she's on par with Gary. Goldfish oh, brain. Yeah, absolutely. Goldfish brain. Goldfish brain. So since then she would have loved her. Oh yeah. yeah. She'd have died quick. Oh yeah. She would have had the best meat pyramid. Since <laughs> she was a special. Since then, she has come out as a flat earther, a Holocaust denier, a blatant Nazi sympathizer, a white supremacist. She's from Singapore. I was going to say, she, I was she like, Asian? She calls her, uh, she has blatantly told everyone she's a robotic clone version of herself. Uh, she calls oh. her, she uses the hashtag. Yeah, she was not an effective assimilation. They she, broke something uh, there. Yeah. She <laughs> frequently uses the hashtag Aryan Asian goddess. 
Um, oh, God. Pretty sure that's an oxymoron. There's a lot yeah. to unpack Again, in that one. Right. Um, <laughs> she also prays for people because she did have a brief uh, stint in the adult film industry. She prays for people in the adult film industry to have bad things happen to them and then celebrates on Twitter when people in the sex industry have bad things happen to them. What what a what a delightful lizard. What a terrible woman. <laughs> what a terrible woman. Um I so I have two ideas on this. Uh, as far as uh Tila Tequila is concerned, I think she's a a a really old senile reptilian noblewoman that got like a really nice suit that won't <laughs> shut up and won't stop and she's senile so she, she won't stop telling everybody Aunt secrets. Gertrude got the Tila Tequila suit. <laughs> or what everybody else was saying she's a reptilian uh concubine that kind of short-circuited like she's like she's she's kind of wacky, but whatever. We'll just let her do her thing. So if it, dude, if if lizard people are a thing, there is no doubt that she's one of them. Oh yeah, like and and totally broken. Yeah. She first came into my preview. Like I saw her, she did uh, some photo shoots with Masumi Max. Okay, and she that's where I first saw her, and then immediately she started to flood the MySpace world yeah. with nonsense. And you're like, what, what if is wrong with this girl? She's weird. <laughs> like, even before she got really into, like, the Holocaust denier or the Flat Earth or anything, she was always just... She was one of those girls that would just stand there and giggle for no reason. Yeah. What, what if... What if tequila specifically... Lizard people can't handle? <gasps> oh. Because she got into... She got into the sauce, and now she's just like, and it just messed her up. And the rest of them were just kind of like, like, that explains also to like that one dude that took too much acid. Yeah. Like, it just changed the wiring. Oh, okay. And she just went off the deep end. Like, she was supposed to be this big influencer, and then she just ended up crazy. Yeah. Uh, yeah, They were like, you're going to be amazing in the social media. So she was a beta test. We'll call it that. Yeah. Yeah, because this was like right when social media like really started being a thing. Like it started becoming like a huge industry because this was before Facebook or anything. So maybe it was like, you will be a social media star. You'll like infiltrate this community. And then she just tried tequila and then she's like, Well, I feel like we're seeing, like, we're witnessing the creation of a mythos here because, I mean, there's the the mythological Whiskey Jack, right? Mm -hmm. So is Tila Tequila just, like, we're seeing the birth of... (gasps) (laughs) Tila Tequila's a cryptid? Yeah. (laughs) I like that theory, too. Me, too. I really like like it. All right, you got some news for me, Corey? The world's second largest emperor penguin colony disappeared overnight while being there. Oh, my narrated. God. Yes, they did. Did they fall off the, the ice shelf? Yep. <laughs> so the ice shelf cracked. 24,000 emperor penguins went into the ocean with the ice shelf coming over the top of them. And they uh, some survived, but all the chicks drowned. Now I has a sad. But, guys, uh, global warming isn't real, so don't worry about it. It's, it's so just, horrible. Yeah, it's, I would note that the, the actual flatter society does support climate change. Surprisingly, they don't call they it. They don't deny some it. Some of them do call it global warming, though, which is hilarious. <laughs> 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 I find <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> uh, I would like to apologize for laughing at the dying penguins. <laughs> <laughs> it's really awful. It's not funny, but it's so ridiculous. It's so I'm not sad. laughing at the penguins. I'm laughing at. <laughs> um. So, uh. Five eerie cases of disappearances in Vermont's Bennington Triangle. Ooh, Let's just note that Vermont and disappearances, they just kind of go together. What is well, it with Vermont? 
stoners, it, It's got man. a triangle. Oh. <laughs> it's got a triangle. Yeah, if it's, it's got a triangle, it's bad? It, no, it, it's, well, it's just it's just the forest and people who are and hippies, man. <laughs> so hippies wander off into the woods all the time, and they don't come back. It's the Vermont oh, that's witch. True. That's true. The Vermont the witch. The Vermont witch. Mm. I'll take that. Oh it sounds God. delicious. <laughs> As someone who lived in a in a really heavy forested area, like right on the edge of a national forest, I can confirm that people just wander off into the forest and don't come back constantly. Yeah, That's witches, witches. Uh, uh, Murder Mountain is a documentary about uh, um, the the weed world in Humboldt Men- mm-hmm. and Mendocino counties in California. Yeah, and how people disappear up there all. Yeah. Literally daily. All the time. And it's it's a pretty fascinating documentary. A Missouri man who collects various pieces of, of Americana picked up an eerie jukebox that just might be haunted. Yeah. Might be. There's yeah. a distinct possibility. Richard Loban reportedly purchased a 1954 record player last year and noticed something weird about the classic piece almost immediately as it randomly ejected records... <laughs> Screw that, I don't like this guy. Play something else. (laughs) I said no Elvis. There's there's some faulty wiring in your machine there, bud. Uh, But that's only just the beginning. According to Loban, he had been told by the previous owner of the jukebox that it had been featured on an old TV show, but he never learned what the specific program was. Upon receiving the machine, it was half full of records. He proceeded to fill out the rest of the empty slots with his favorite songs, um, he subsequently did some research into the question of the jukebox brief star turn on television and determined that it had been on an episode of Rod Serling's show, Night Gallery. Nice. nice. Upon sitting down and watching this particular show, which featured the newly acquired piece, Loban was absolutely astounded by what he saw. It turned out that the plot of the vignette centered around a seemingly possessed jukebox. Oh, he's just giving himself God. nightmares at this point. Yes. Or the props department tricked it out to do stuff. Yeah, they 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 just never. He doesn't realize that. Yeah, that that it's all tricked out to throw things or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, it needs to be on MythBusters. Somebody needs to take this thing to MythBusters. Yes, I I'm all about it. What's ooh MythBusters American Pickers crossover episode? Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Time traveler claims to have photographed dinosaur. Really? Yeah. Are they right. sure he wasn't Nessie? No, it, it's a it's a, a dinosaur. Oh, okay. Like, a self-proclaimed whistleblowing time traveler says he journeyed into the distant past to observe dinosaurs and produced a photo purportedly showing one of the ancient creatures. It wasn't immediately eaten. It's from a putt-butt golf course, isn't it? <gasps> That's why they disappeared. No, they he probably the went to like the Natural History Museum or something and just... Oh, and got a decent picture of The unnamed individual (laughs) shared his fantastic story in a video posted online earlier this month at the YouTube channel Apex TV, which has seemingly become the premier place for loose-lipped citizens of the future (laughs) to spill the proverbial beans about their journeys back in time. So it's the online art bell. Uh, (laughs) Probably far less credible. Why is the dinosaur (laughs) purple and telling me it loves me so much? Wow. He, he journeyed all the way back to 1992. <laughs> that was a scary year. It hey. Was, it was a terrifying year. Oh. Oh, uh, God. New UFO reporting guidelines being developed by the Navy. 
how they will document and record UFO phenomenon that they encounter in the future. Is that object flying? <laughs> Can we identify it? No? Log it. Write it down! As a Navy man, where do you stand on this? I, I just told you exactly <laughs> how they're going to do it. Wasn't that already what it was? Yeah, well, okay. you know, they got to write if it down. You're, if you're dumb enough, <laughs> all objects are UFOs. <laughs> uh, it makes sense if you all, don't... Not all objects are flying. All of them can be. It makes sense if you don't think about it. <laughs> man, this episode's got a theme. Yes. <laughs> Uh, fascinating new study report argues that the reports of Nessie-like sea monster have been traced back to the public's fascination with dinosaurs Bullshit. that exploded when fossils of ancient dinosaurs were found in the rocks near Loch Ness. Shocking. <laughs> what? Did not see that coming. Mm. Mm, no one When I shared with you guys earlier this week, and makes me very happy, the word cryptid has been added to the dictionary. Yeah. We did it, guys. Mission accomplished. Yep. We can all we can wrap up and go home. home. <laughs> <laughs> you got any news for me or on that note? On that note. On that note, this about wraps it up. We can all pack up and go home. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me. And thank you, listeners. Join us next week when we hand out Brillo pads to scrub the stupidity film that's accumulated on our brains. Next week on The Underground Files. Brillo, Brillo, Brillo. Radio Underground Files. Music is provided by Cubby, PurplePlanet.com, and Bensound.com. Views expressed do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Adventures Underground. AU Radio Podcast is a production of Adventures Underground Copyright 2018 All Rights Reserved. If you'd like to contact the show, follow us on Twitter at AU underscore radio. Facebook. AU Radio Podcast, Instagram at au.radio, or you can email the show at podcast at advunderground.com. You can also support this show and all the shows on AU Radio by becoming a patron of the AU Radio Network. Find us on Patreon as AU Radio at Adventures Underground. You can help us create this podcast and soon several others with as little as a dollar a month. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.